0: This week's podcast is brought to you by Form. Form minimizes the guesswork of hair care and makes it simple to give your curls exactly what they need. It's the first women's prestige hair care collections that's as versatile, uncompromising, and as beautiful as you are. And now you can take advantage of a special holiday deal from Form just for our listeners. 10% off your order, free shipping on your first purchase, and a free Form Mini when you spend over $50. Get personal this holiday season with Form. Form. Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Getting Grown with Jaden Kia where we discuss all things adulting, the the trials, the tests, the terms, the triumphs, the tragedies, (laughs) the the temptations. (laughs) I'm trying to uh, let my alliteration. Yes, indeed. I'm trying to let the alliteration flourish. But yes, all these things about uh navigating life and career uh as a real life adult in 2017 uh welcome back to the ride uh what's going on sis how you doing i'm good morning good afternoon good evening good night
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i just saw you so yeah got yesterday. to see you again that's right i got to see you all weekend actually three days in a row that's amazing
0: Oh my goodness. Mates oh my me goodness.
1: So happy. Look at us. So my sis and I hosted for the Friend Zone Live this weekend in DC. And it was a good
0: time. Uh shout out. Yo, shout out to DC for showing up, man, and showing, showing out, out and showing mad love. Like legit, uh we had an awesome time there at the theater Absolutely. at Yahuadai University. Um got to hang out with Yep. Our brothers, uh, Dustin and Asante, and our sister Fran uh, to host the Friend Zone Live. I think this might be the second or third one in D.C. now. Or was it the second one, I think? Um, I'm not
1: sure. I don't know if it's the second. I think it, the, maybe
0: it's the second. I feel like I feel like it's the second one. But we've hosted uh, full both circle. of them. <laughs> right. Um, and it was just really cool to hang out. You guys were so awesome. Oh Thanks to everyone who came up and asked for... A dab, a hug, a picture. All of that. <laughs> who said such awesome things? We're so happy that you guys are enjoying getting grown so much. We are enjoying, um, you know, getting together on a weekly basis and and hopefully giving you guys quality content that you are enjoying and finding useful in your lives. Um, so yeah, Boy. it was a good was time. A I had time. a really good time. Everybody was really dope. Everybody who I
1: met, everybody who we met, everybody. Everybody who came up was very very awesome. So shout out to all of you guys and you were y'all were hype. Y'all were hype boots. I love it. That your energy was amazing and so it fed our energy. So shout out to you guys and shout out to the friend zone for having us. Um we're so humbled to be in the house. <laughs> <laughs> totally
0: totally so humble. So,
1: um yeah, man. Then we ate. Then I had the worst steak and eggs I've ever had in my life when we went to brunch oh, the man. next day.
0: We went to brunch the next day. We don't want to shade the the the, the restaurant. It was just nah. a, a crazy busy Saturday, and um, Jade and I actually both of us ordered the steak That's and right. eggs, we in did. both of our. Both of our meals were pretty terrible. I, the but, worst steak and eggs I have ever had um, in my existence. But, but, I mean, I don't want to shade the whole restaurant because the other dishes at the table were really Keisha, good. Shrimp and um, Grits was hitting. As well. And Kia's uh, Chicken, and, chicken waffles and Waffles waffles, a good time. It was a good time. And them little rum balls. We, right. It was like donut, rum filled, donut ball, donut holes. Uh, it's a little spot out in... Uh, I don't know where it was. Northeast? Northwest? I don't think it was Northwest. I feel like it was Northeast. You know, I don't know. It's over by uh, Busboys and Poets. On uh, Regardless,
1: shout out to our server. He was amazing, but the steak and eggs were terrible. Um, <laughs> they were really bad. <laughs> but then we went to this fantastic oh my God. Caribbean.
0: We went to a uh, society in downtown oh. Silver Spring for brunch on a Sunday. Oh. It wasn't... An- <laughs> <laughs> They had clearly never been there. I mean, I've been there several times. I always enjoy the brunches society. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a good time to be alive. I'm iffy on the buffet society. brunches,
1: like I'm real funny on the buffet brunches. But this was so good. They had the omelet station, the waffle station, which I do enjoy because there's something about getting your food made in front of you. It's just like, mm. but um, the food like. All the food was delicious. The curry chicken, the fried chicken, the macaroni pie like, all of it was so good. Every last thing that I ate, I was not disappointed with anything.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, society's a good time. I enjoy myself every time I go to society. If you guys are in the area, you should check it out. Um, also, one really quickly, I, I we did not uh, shout out Xavier Omar, Ooh. who was also a special guest at the Friends On Live. This past weekend, and you know he he performed at the show, and then he performed at a sold out concert event at the Fillmore on the following Saturday. I uh, was really a treat for me to get to hear him live. I really like his Mm -hmm. music, and and he actually um, participated in the Q and A segment of the Friends on Live, and it was just awesome to get to know him and hear more about him and his experiences and how that informs his artistry. Um, So shout out to you. Uh, shout out to your project. I've been a fan for a little while. He's on tour now. So everybody check out XavierOmar.com forward slash tour and, and find out if he's coming to your city. Yes. If he is, you definitely want to make that move. It will be worth all of your coins, I can assure you. It's a treat. Um, Fran and I are
1: going tomorrow or today. Yep. Um, Fran and I are going tonight. <laughs> and <laughs> uh yeah, if you don't know who Xavier Omar is, what's the what's the jam? You're so beautiful. Fly, love you. That's my jam. Oh, that's my jam. Same. That is the jam. So yeah, check out Xavier Omar for sure.
0: Yeah, man, totally, totally. So y'all want to jump right into the trash? Mm-hmm. What trash segments are are we uh, getting into this week, sis? You'd have to catch me up. because I've, I've been, I've not been on on um, um, in the know as far as the pop culture and the things of that nature. I'm really behind. I'm trying to get caught up. Well, we can
1: start off with one that you do know because we talked about it at brunch. All of okay. these hidden lyrics that have been coming out that we had no clue were 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 being. Are said. they
0: hidden? I don't know if they're hidden. We're I think hidden. that we as just a co- no, as a people, we have just failed to <laughs> to to. Uh, we've we've just been saying them wrong, like as as a people, as a community. Um, Shout out to T-Pain. He has bamboozled us for a decade. I don't know if he's bam-boozled. bamboozled us. I think we bamboozled ourselves. <laughs> because, I mean, when you listen to it, now that you know the right words, you can hear the right I, words. I still, you just want- you. I still hear ooh-wee. Nah, nah, nah. If you really listen, it's really and then. If, you, <laughs> if it's and then. So T-Pain tweeted, for those of you who don't know, T-Pain was tweeting the correct lyrics of, of <laughs> his songs. He tweeted, uh, buy you a drink. And what was the other one? Um, um, all I Do Is Win. Oh, yeah. Um, all I Do so, Is Win, yeah. Win, Win, no matter what. So as we know, in Barton, uh, in I Buy You a Drink, I'm sorry. In Buy You a Drink, he says, I'm going to buy you a drink. Ooh, wee, ooh. <laughs> No, No. <laughs> that's what we all thought he was saying. I'm going to buy you a drink. Ooh, ooh, wee. I'm going to take it I'm going to take you me. home with me. So apparently it's, I'm going to buy you a drink and then I'm going to take you home with me. If you really listen, he's actually saying, and then the rest of you niggas just been out here. Because it's fun to, you know what I'm saying? It's fun. So you we can think was of, I didn't uh, know it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that now that I know it, now that I've been corrected, when I listen to the song, I hear the right words. All right. Fair enough. Well then, now do you right. hear
1: conceiving an angel and baby boy?
0: I still don't get that one. I, I
1: mean, mean, it's
0: dumb, but still, like baby boy. I don't, I don't know have, what words come, I was saying. <laughs> Somebody said they said, "Come sing a ling." <laughs> I don't know what I was saying, but I know that I was not saying. uh Let's conceive an angel. That I Because, like, who though. talks like that? that I, I, nobody. But, <laughs> oh, man. Except for
1: this one dude who tried to holler me way back in the day named Ballington. He used to speak to me in, like, old English. I don't. It was weird. He had dreads oh, down to me. Oh, my him, gosh. But,
0: I don't <laughs> have to ask what Ballington was, huh? It was Jamaican Strit. I mean, <laughs> Strit, Strit. <laughs> Let me stop because I don't want to get cursed <laughs> out i'm sorry i don't want to offend any of my that's any of our jamaican listeners we love you guys so much (laughs) straight that's the dollar van driver (laughs) that's the safari got that from okay the
1: one who got the rope in his van so that when he he don't have to open the door he just has to push it out with the rope and then he pulls it back listen listen shout out to Brooklyn. but yeah
0: um uh, yeah, so the lyrics they're not hidden lyrics, sis. They're, just, they're just lyrics that we've been saying we, wrong for years. years yeah.
1: I knew baby boy, okay. and then I knew, and then obviously, if you don't know, um, formation, I like my baby air with baby hair and afros.
0: Now, I was definitely saying baby hair twice. <laughs> yeah with conviction like with all <laughs> I love my baby sh- hair with baby hair. that's right that's right i like initially. my baby hair with baby hair like absolutely yeah. like i definitely was not saying yeah it, and i'm i'm not ashamed to admit that like we were saying I mean, that like, was you,
1: like you speak in conversation like oh that's my baby hair like my ba- my baby hair i like my baby hair even though that's not proper english with baby hair so it's like I'm, i like my kids hair with baby hair that's what I thought initially, but no. It's baby heir, like an heir to the throne.
0: Yeah, I like like her saying baby hair versus baby's hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, like we say baby mama versus baby's, baby's mama. mama. Right. Right. So. It's exactly, fine. that's a. it's okay. Way to
1: explain it there you go.
0: I can stand corrected. it's fine i don't mind I don't mind admitting or acknowledging when I'm wrong because I'm not perfect, and i sometimes I make words up to songs because in my mind, I just think the words in my head sound better. I mean all the time, and I'm still going to do it, but because so ooh, listen, ooh, listen ooh, let me tell y'all.
1: Sing.
0: let me tell y'all a story. sometimes I make words up me and my brothers do it all the time make lyrics up, so you know. D'Angelo song, Send It On, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I was absolutely like, I was all the way an adult and way, way grown when I realized that he was saying send it up, send it through. <laughs> I, and, and, and me and my brother used to be in the house saying something that made absolutely no sense. It wasn't even a word. What were you all saying? We'd be in the house. <coughs> and I'll talk about, excuse me, 78, <laughs> 72. <laughs> Don't ask me what 7872 means. Send it right back to you. I don't know what that meant, but I was totally totally singing 7872. Now, in Neo's song, um what was Neo's first song? Stay with me. Uh-huh. That that other young man that was in the song with him, I don't know what his name is, but he used to say Kayleen Day. Kalinda. Kalinda, day. whatever, right? So this is for one of my friends, Toy. When we was at UConn, Toy got in my car one day. I'm 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 totally putting her out on Front Street. Love you, Toy. It's fine. This is just one of my favorite stories to tell. <laughs> so Toy got in the car. The song comes on the radio. Toy is in the, in the front seat singing with all her heart. The man is saying Kay, Kayleen. Is Kay? he saying Kayleen Day Kayleen, or Kayleen, Kayleen Day? I don't Kayleza. know, whatever. Toy is in the front seat talking about good evening. My. <laughs> good evening. Good evening, ma. Good evening. I was like, mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure that's not what he said. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No. I, I'm, okay,
1: so mm-hmm. we're gonna do call out court- culture. I'm sorry, I gotta do it to my husband. We were in the oh, car gosh. one day rapping Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Jay Z! By the way, Jay Z. Sean Corey Carter it is in peace, Pimp C. Oh, in peace, indeed. Fred Hampton. All, oh, absolutely, December fourth. If you don't know about Fred Hampton, you need to know about Fred Hampton because the government killed Fred Hampton. I don't care what nobody says. <clears throat> anyway, that I mean, you know, we as Black people, that's a known thing. But just in case you are not familiar with Fred Hampton, go do your Google's, go do your research. Anyway, we're in the car rapping, and so I am rapping, I'm, cough up a lung, where I am from, marcy son. Okay, so my husband's rapping, and I am like, wait a second, hold on, hold on, hold on, what did you just say? And he was like, What what is he saying? <laughs> he was saying, and it made no sense. And he's a Brooklyn dude through and through. Corrupt the lung <laughs> where I'm from. And I said, Listen. I said, that makes no sense, babe. And he was like, I know, but I just been saying it all this time because I thought that's what he said. All saying. my life.
0: That's just like I was, I just knew D'Angelo was saying 78, 72. <laughs> Maybe it's like a passcode for his phone or something. <laughs> I just I don't know, but it just made all the sense to me. And when you listen to the song, turn on, send it on right now. I promise you. you. Seventy eight, it. seventy two, it fits. Uh, seventy eight, seventy
1: two. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's boom, ever gonna be able right to listen to that to properly ever again. Just like meeting in my bedroom is now forever ruined.
0: Girl, please don't be
1: late. Like, Like, y'all not gonna hit the CD player? (laughs) I said, who bumped into the record player? (laughs)
0: Somebody hit it, Jesus. What are we gonna?
1: And do? then Chris Brown's "Ayo Atentin," so that's forever ruined for you guys. Anyway,
0: oh no, nah, nah, Y'all you not gonna ruin for
1: Then you it's got fine. my attention, you're making me leave want him alone. To leave him alone. Yo.
0: All right, all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, what other trash? What other trash? Man? There's not we really a lot of trash.
1: Um, oh, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Praise the, God. Uh, uh, Sophia the robot. <sighs> so I put you on a Sophia the robot um So, Unfortunately. Sophia the robot uh apparently said in 2016 because she's she's a robot. She is now a citizen of. Damn, where they say she's a citizen of?
0: Is it Hong Kong? That's where she was. That's created. where she was
1: created. No, she's a, an Arabian, a Saudi Arabian citizen now. The only c- first of her kind to receive citizenship of any country. But so she's been taught. She's designed around human values like wisdom, kindness, compassion. But a, she had a glitch at South by Southwest that um, came out recently that said she will destroy humans. Her creator didn't even program her to say things like this.
0: I don't know why Jay felt like it was necessary to talk about this. Because it's frightening. <laughs> right. And everybody so knows I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> like, what will we, like, but well, we can't do anything about it. And you just want to bring this up and just cause alarm. <laughs> And just stress for people. I, I don't know why woke. you feel like this was a good. Because we got mm. to stay
1: woke, niggas. Crazy. What are we gonna do? Be be okay. aware and know that it's coming. Sophia the robot's about to call up. About to call up her woes. Ride through all the right, six. Well.
0: And we're all gonna. I don't know. You are not me. I'll be fine. But carry <laughs> on, please. What other? <laughs> What other stories will we be talking about on today? I really I really
1: don't ha- I really don't have anything.
0: I'm okay <laughs> with that. I'm really fine. I'm okay. And my
1: my man I'm my just... king who cooked his own food at Waffle House. That's like that's literally all I got. Did you hear
0: did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah. I certainly did. I mean, I just I just felt like, you know. Ghosts. I don't know who that man is, but I would shake his hand. Ghosts. Go, and he took some mad selfies at a Waffle
1: House. <laughs> I am not mad at him. I definitely want to go into a Waffle House and cook my own breakfast. But nah, the trash is light this week, which is really great. So, oh, man. oh, we
0: didn't talk about the biggest trash, sis. What noise was that that you just made? That was alarming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 go
1: ahead. As Santana likes to call him, dump. We're trash how that how it's all coming out about his communication, oh child russia Russia and how they're going indeed. to how they're going to testify against him in the court of law
0: mm. <laughs> amazing well. indeed, white tears they're delicious. I mean, I'm telling when I get I don't like to get my hopes up, I just want to see how it all plays out. Well, I am hopeful. Because, I mean, I the whole to world this is...
1: Faith. Gotta have... Him. You have to be. I gotta be. I gotta have some kind of hope. And I'm hoping that he falls and he falls hard.
0: Mm, you're gonna have to... He's not the only problem that we have, though. No, he's not. We got lots going on in Congress right now as well, so... Tons, actually. So
1: there's a lot of responsibility that... um That is going to take place that we all need to jump in and do our parts in. But, you know, we've said it before. You hear it all over the place. You just got to do it.
0: (laughs) Vote. Okay. Right. Just do it. (laughs) In uh, lighter and equally disturbing news, Candy Barris is set to join the cast of Chicago on Broadway. um, She's going to sing. Uh, <laughs> apparently, evident, evidently, uh, she's gonna say, I don't know. She, I have to see. Um, <laughs> stop that, stop that, stop that, <laughs> stop that right now. She will be playing the role of Mama Morton, um, and she will begin her eight week run at the beginning of January. Now, Mama Morton is a role that was also been played by Wendy Williams. Uh, oh. So, okay, you know, um, that's pretty much all I want to say about that. I may be small. That's
1: what she's going to sound like. Because that's what she uh, sounds like. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I mean, uh, I, mean I don't know. Uh, I prefer candy at the bottom of the harmony. Uh, singing understanding. What
1: I need from you is understanding. Really?
0: Really? That's really. what she sounds like. If you don't hear what I say. I didn't watch. I think isn't. I think I missed the finale episode. I have to get caught up on that. But yeah, it's pretty. It's been a pretty dry week in terms of news. It's, it uh, Sorry, guys. Which is actually a good thing because don't nobody want to hear that trash. No way. Oh, but it's always so entertaining. True. I guess we can move on to shout out to my sis though.
1: Shout out to my sis.
0: My sis is popping right now, like. Shout out to my sis. Shout out to my sister.
1: So we have two this week.
0: Yeah, man. It's a good time.
1: So this week, this weekend at the Friend Zone, we were all gifted with some amazing, amazing, amazing things. (laughs) And we wanted to share two of those with you. We had one young lady by the name of Brianna who gave us some Shea Butters. And I think she gave everybody Shea Butters based upon, you know, their personalities and what she hears. Really? So... I think so because we, how we came to this conclusion is because Fran got the rosemary healer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she did.
1: <laughs> but before I get into it, Brianna is from com. You can check her out on IG at cleanglowsheabutter and then also cleanglowsheabutter.com. We'll make sure that we put all of the links in the description box. Um, but like I said, Fran got the rosemary healer. Kia got the vanilla, which I feel, you know, You're very warm. Vanilla spice.
0: Because I'm spicy. Just kidding. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I felt like you were judging me just then. (laughs) I did not. Okay. I'll let you have that. No problem. And then I got the lemon cookie. So? That's the one I want, though. So, Breonna, Breonna, if you're listening, I I would like the lemon cookie. I actually feel like she's got awesome... um, she also has an island mango, which I think is exciting. And uh ooh, midnight jasmine and a cinnamon stick. You know, I, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and you're smelling like pies <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, but uh, I don't mind. Listen.
1: Because I'm a snack.
0: Girl. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Brianna gifted us with these wonderful shea but- butters. I've been using them since I got them. And I have to tell you, you know, we've all yeah. used shea butter before. Uh, hopefully. Right. Mm-hmm. But because uh, it's really good for your skin. So, you know, you rub it in. One thing that I was immediately uh surprised and impressed. And surprised with and impressed by. You put the shade. Wasn't greasy. It wasn't greasy, but you still get this awesome, awesome sheen. It's kind of like a Ooh. you know how back in the day we used to use going on the summertime, you used to baby oil gel yourself down, literally mm-hmm. just filling yeah. your pores with all this mineral oil and terrible things. But you get that same sheen with uh this shea butter and it's really awesome um so yeah shout out to clean glow whip shea butter you guys oh look uh check it out check out the website check out the ig and get your life like the prices are very reasonable and i'm here to tell you that the products are uh really amazing, amazing. really amazing check amazing. them out amazing
1: and then we had another young lady by the name of Yatunde. indeed 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 from skinfixcosmetics.com. You can also find her on IG at Skinfix and we will be sure to include her link in the description box as well. Um, Yatunde, I hope I am saying that correctly. She I I she gave me the coffee, um, soap and body scrub, and then also a really awesome homemade um vanilla deodorant. But everybody knows I love coffee. And a coffee scrub is one of the most amazing things on your body, so I was super grateful for that. I cannot wait to try it out. What did you get, sis?
0: I got the coffee scrub as well. I also got this really cool uh, rose hibiscus uh, hydrating face mask. Ooh. Um, and I got a uh, jasmine vanilla body frosting. It'll be out here. Ooh.
1: So she also gave some really cool gifts. She's included a really nice notes. She's like, I know you love coffee. So I included these products for you. I thought that was really dope. So I'm super excited to use them. Brianna also included a really nice handwritten note. So shout out to both of those ladies. Make sure for the holiday season, you check them out. Um, click the links in the description box because they are both very affordable. I know Skin Fix Cosmetics is fully vegan,
0: vegan products. So you absolutely. get your life. It was awesome to meet you, ladies. Thank you guys for sharing your products with us. And I really hope you guys check them out because they're, yes. it's really good stuff. Um, and, you know, we always tell y'all to stay moisturized because your black will crack if it's dry. So it won't crack if you're out here using these good, juicy shea butters and scrubs and things. Wonderful products. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So shout out to you, ladies. And thanks, um, thanks for hooking us up. Absolutely. In order to support our show, we'll need the help of some great advertisers. And in order to find great advertisers, we'll need to learn a little more about you. So please go to podsurvey.com forward slash grown and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. That way, we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can enter to win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Again, that's P O D surbey dot com slash grown. Thanks for your help. Ooh, hey, boys and girls, let's gather around the kitchen table for this week's episode or edition, I should say, this week's edition of Kitchen Table Talk. Um, are you snacking this week, sis? I'm full grown. I'm
1: full blown milling this okay. week. I made sp- I just wanted some spaghetti. Like I just had a hankering for some spaghetti, so. I made some good spaghetti from from scratch. Did some fresh oregano and basil. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm eating this week. What about you? I don't have no snacks. I just had a couple. I had a fortune cookie
0: <laughs> and um, some water. I worked really late tonight. Um, oh, that's. I just.
1: Did you have like Chinese food to go with the fortune cookie, or you just happen? Uh, I did earlier. Oh, okay, because um. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, can you do? I got. Jennifer I had some better. soup
0: and um shrimp and broccoli mm. um and
1: i ate my fortune cookie i'm glad you're nourishing your body yeah i need you to i need you to eat oh you, I know. Need you to do that i can stand to miss but anyway up. uh what we talking about this week
0: this week we're talking about something that is one of my favorite things yeah so let's just get right into it we're going to talk about makeup this week um we're going to talk about makeup in a few different ways so first i thought we would just have a conversation about kind of like makeup and black women and black women and makeup and um not just makeup in our day to day lives but kinda of makeup has kind of taken on a different meaning or form of expression like makeup is now i mean it's always been an industry, but now it's really a booming industry that's really fed by social media and the internet um really kind of shapes makeup trends mm-hmm. makeup culture makeup norms um And I just kind of wanted to talk about that as, you know, millennials, young millennials out here navigating both those worlds. So, you know, like, you know, things that we see um, as far as like makeup and uh, how it's used on the Internet and how that kind of translates into our day to day lives. Um, So, yeah, let's get started. I'm going to start by asking you a couple of questions uh, in hopes to kind of broach a broader conversation about makeup and what we how we feel about it. Um, and then we can talk about some do's and don'ts. I thought it would be cool to talk about, uh, you know, some of our favorite and not-so-favorite makeup trends and just, like, do's and don'ts in terms of, not necessarily in terms of, like, there are a few hard and fast rules, but those are probably more connected to things that are going to impede or impact your safety and health as a person. But all in all, makeup is about self-expression. But that being said, You know, just like you're entitled to choose what you want to do, you also have to realize people are entitled to have opinions about what you choose to do. But it's just a matter of what you do with that information once you receive it or, you know, are made aware of it. Um, If anything, you know, you could pay it or you could use it to kind of shape the way that you move forward. But we'll all get to that uh, a little bit later. I'll first start the conversation by asking you, sis. As a Black woman... What does makeup mean to you? Mm-hmm. like does it signify something to you as a woman? Yes, no, sometimes
1: well, um sometimes i i you know i'm i'm not I'm not one of those- I'm not a beat girl. you know what I'm saying? I'm not out here with the full beat. I don't know how to do a whole lot of stuff, but uh, I do like to put on a little something, so I've learned how to do a few things, and I like to put on a little something when I go out, and it does it it helps me feel like it enhances you know, my features that I have already as opposed to covering them. So that's I think that's what makeup means to me. It does. It makes me feel pretty. You know, sometimes I like to put on a nice bold lip if it's fall or if I'm, you know, I'm feeling spicy or whatever, feeling a little pumpkin spice. I'll put on a nice deep eggplant or whatever. I'm like, I'm feeling the season. But I just think it's nice to enhance.
0: Agreed. Um, I know for me, I came up. I know, I t- like it's a different time now because I feel like younger girls are, uh, you know, getting into makeup a, a lot sooner than than I did. As I was certainly, oh, yes, like absolutely a grown adult with <laughs> with the tax return before I was, uh, before I was uh dabbling in the makeup. I lived all of my uh high school and all of my college life with a fresh face. And was oh, absolutely. was just fine. Like I was not pressed. I was getting my eyebrows done. Um, but I would and, and occasionally I would give the girls a little mascara and a, a clear gloss, but it wasn't no foundation. It was wasn't any any of that. Um I feel like, you know, the times have changed and because um <laughs> because, you know, uh younger people have access to learn about makeup makeup artistry. We all kinda of wanna jump into it a lot quicker. Um right. you know, you know, you have girls who are fourteen, fifteen, uh, sixteen, you know, in red lips and lashes and contours and all that. And it's just a different it's just a different time. But for me, I agree with you that makeup really um makeup for me is an outlet. It's really fun. Um, it is it really has been the vehicle that helped me to come to know and to learn and to love about my face you know like um Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that I have learned you know um now being a woman of a particular age is that there's no one way like in makeup and makeup artistry there are you know of course techniques um for doing certain things and kind of achieving certain things but i won't i wouldn't go so far as to say that you know makeup is not a one size fit all thing because we all have different faces and different features and like you said to me makeup is something that is you know helps us to enhance um uh what it is that we have whether it be your skin tone your skin type your shape your face shape the features that you have your eyebrows the shape of your eyes the shape of your nose the shape of your lips it's it's a way for you to kind of come to know and appreciate those things um not necessarily make them look like anybody else's but find a way to kind of make it your own and that's been the fun of makeup for me um and I think that I I wish that I could have gotten into that aspect of it a lot sooner um Cause I will say I had fallen into the trap of kind of thinking like, okay, if, if I'm going to wear makeup, it has to look like this. Um, and that's not necessarily true. Um, so I'm hoping that we can have a conversation about makeup, um, that will get people a lo- uh, thinking about the ways that they use it and, and, and interact with it and engage with it. And if they're afraid of it, they don't have to be, <laughs> or, you know, if they're abusing it, maybe they can like, you know, calm down. Calm down a little bit. (laughs) And it's all in love. I I also feel obligated to kind of um, preface this conversation by saying, we're not here to, let me see how I want to say this. (laughs) Okay, I know how to say it. (laughs) All right, I'm going to
1: let you have it. you with your homegirls, right? Okay. Her weave is like slipping a little bit. Or maybe it's not weave. Maybe her bun, maybe a bobby pin popped in her bun and she, you know, her bun's starting to fall a little bit. Right. You are supposed to hook your homegirl up. Her tag's hanging out of her dress. You go and you fix it for her and tuck it back in. She got them little hangy um, bra strap things hanging out. You got to go fix them. Like all of that is. You know, it's, it, it's like our obligation as as homegirls. That's like the silent code. You know what I'm saying? And so therefore, it's the same thing with this makeup do's don'ts and don't the hell ever's. We just out here speaking out of love. We just want to make sure that y'all are not um having these right. makeup faux pas so, or destroying your faces. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch the Housewives this week? I did not because it's okay. been boring me so much that I tuned out. Should I tune back
0: in? I mean, you could. I mean, it's not. It's not like riveting by any stretch. I mean, but it. It is. I mean, I feel like I understand why you were bored by it, but um, I think it is coming back. Nini and Portia got into a little uh, squabble on this week's episode. And Nene was arguing with her. And as she was arguing, she had a bun on the top of her head and it was falling down. Yes, and Marlo fixed it. And Marlo was fixing it while she was talking. And it was not in a like, girl, she wasn't like, girl, you so stupid for having this bun up here falling apart. Mm -hmm. She just quietly saw an issue (laughs) and brought it to her attention. was like, girl, let me help you. Let me get you together. So that's what we're trying to do. Consider us the The Marlos. We, (laughs) We are the Marlos. We're here to just offer... Some sage words of encouragement and to just give you some things to consider as you make your choices when it comes down to the makeup that you choose to wear or, you know, the things that you choose to do. So, again, I don't want y'all to jump jump into the comments with all of the shaming kind of rhetoric. This is not about shaming you. Nobody's saying that you're dumb as hell for doing the things that you're doing. (laughs) Um, I feel like with makeup, you are entitled to make your own choices and do whatever you want to do. Um, and just like that, you have that same freedom and, and you're liberated to do that as a person. I want you to know that we as consumers, <laughs> and we, we as individuals who are, um, have to, you know, who engage with you, we have a right to have an opinion about uh, whatever you choose to do. Not saying that our opinion has any carries any real weight or should influence your choices. these are just our opinions, so I'm not saying that all I'm not here to say that everybody gotta do their makeup like me. I'm not saying that I know how to do makeup the only way and I'm the best makeup artist or makeup enthusiast that's out there. I'm not saying that I'm just saying that there are certain things that I see that confuse me or certain things that I see that uh you know I think you know could be done differently and i I have the right to say that, um, just like you have the right to ignore it if you disagree. Okay, <laughs> God bless your hearts.
1: So we'll jump, and I think it'll be fun because Kia and I are actually very different when it comes to makeup. Why do you say that? Just let's. I say it. I say. I. I say it in a positive way because I think it's just coming from, like you said, you're a makeup enthusiast, and I think that that's dope. I am a makeup, um, not a virgin, I guess, but. I I don't have the same knowledge that you have when it comes to makeup. So I think to come from
0: some different angles would be fun. Indeed. And I think that that is one of the great things about makeup is that, you know, there are so many levels to a beautiful look. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, there is, like, beat to capacity, like, casket beat. Yeah. There is, like, that that level of beat. When, which can look really good and then there's like no makeup makeup which can also look really good um and then there's just kind of like you know um in the in between so anywhere in between along that continuum you know there are levels to it and you don't have to do like so if i decide that in order like you know if i'd like to have a fuller a fuller beat meaning more steps meaning more product um doesn't make me any more or less beautiful than you or any more or less appealing or any more or less right or wrong. It's just, you know, what I think works for me or for the situation or for the day or whatever. So that's the thing. Like there's no, you can literally do what you want. There's no hard um, and fast rules. No hard and fast rules, but there are things that you should think about um, when you do some of the things that you do. I mean, just kind of thinking more broadly around thinking, um, conceptually about like, you know, how you engage with makeup, um, and so forth and so on. So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Uh, so along those lines, I think social media often, especially when we get to arguing on Twitter, um, we often divide ourselves into like us versus them. So oftentimes you'll find a debate between the beat faces versus the bare faces. Mm-hmm. So you have the girls who are like, no makeup, no filter, hashtag, no filter, no makeup, hashtag face, hashtag, she don't need no makeup, hashtag, hashtag dumb as fuck. Uh, natural beauty, hashtag, you know, all of that. And then you have the girls who are, you know, filtered, hashtag highlight, hashtag down. contour, like, hashtag, everything. hashtag everything, like hashtag, Hashtag all beauty of #beautyvlogger, yeah, hashtag yes. beauty vlogger. Anastasia Beverly Hills, <laughs> hashtag beauty blender, hashtag makeup forever, hashtag HD, hashtag all of that. So why is it that, you know, we always like, I mean, I just wanted to just have a conversation around like why you think, why is it that we can never just kind of exist or agree to disagree? Like, why does it always have to be one is better than the other? Like, why is it? We, why do we why do we do that?
1: I I think people do that out of insecurity because I think it's dumb as hell. Um, I like I said, you're a makeup enthusiast. I'm not. I like to use makeup to enhance what I have when I can. You know what I'm saying? I've learned the few little things that work for me and I'm cool with like a natural look. I also super appreciate when I see a photo of Kia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With a gorgeous beat and a blue lip. I can't wear a blue <laughs> I look stupid. Yes, you can. But, you know, that's cool. And I probably won't. <laughs> but <laughs> I think you look amazing when you do it. And I don't understand why people, I, I truly don't understand why there has to be a divide. I actually think that we need to, uh, like like we said, like as homegirls, be the Marlows. You know what I'm saying? If you see something that looks crazy. But if you see somebody who's out here just because they're different, then you celebrate that. You know what I'm saying? Look at the beauty in that. Be like, damn, that girl knew how to do her face like this. She know how to make her face look like mm, look like something. You know what I'm saying? Like, celebrate that. And that's what I I don't understand why there's a divide. Where there needs to be a divide are the niggas who have opinions. Those are the <laughs> ones who make me sick. I saw a whole slew of niggas talking. You know, they out all the memes that talk about you got to take a bitch swimming before you take her on a date and stuff like that because people are out here fooling people. And I have seen videos where it looks like a completely different person. I will say that. However, yes, I have seen that. But I've also seen, like, I have Kia. Kia is a beautiful woman. And then when you see Kia with a beat face, it's like, damn, Kia's a beautiful woman with a beat-ass face. And her <laughs> face holds makeup really well. And she I knows how so. to highlight her features in the best way possible. And I don't see why we can't come together and celebrate that. Um, and I think that's something that we need to do better. Um, is to celebrate one another, and you know, in our differences. But again, it's it's generally niggas who have the raggedy ass opinions about makeup who who we really need to be fighting.
0: Um, Those are the ones that we need to I band agree. together again. I mean, you know, I think, I, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I would. I, I hate to see, I hate to see women fighting each other about like this. Um because I think that if I, th- I really wish that we could just come to uh, terms with the fact, like if we could just learn how to just dis- agree to disagree, like it doesn't have to be all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it does not have to be all, all of that. that. Like it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. And um, I understand. It doesn't I don't mean. know if it's social media that makes people feel like they have to get on these kind of campaigns um, where they champagne, well, not even champagne, but they shame <laughs> where they shame the, the you know, <laughs> I don't even want to say opposing, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like the difference. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like.
1: The differences.
0: Like, tall, like, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't, when I get on, like, okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Like, when I when I stand up with the team Amazon, you know, when I, you know, <laughs> talk to my other talls out there, it's always, every single time. It's always a woman who is shorter mm-hmm. or of average height or whatever who's got to come. I mean, and vice versa. I mean, so I'm sure when the short when the short women come and celebrate themselves, the talls are like, "Oh, y'all get this and this and that." So I just, you know, I just think it's, I don't know what makes us feel like we have to, uh, like why why we can't just both coexist. Like we don't have to big up, like bigging up ourselves does not mean that we downplay that we downplay another. I know short
1: girls. Oh, look at you! What's wrong with you?
0: <laughs> I don't know why short <laughs>
1: girls be out here okay. hating on us. Okay, sis. Whatever I you just want, don't get I'm it. <laughs> but no, I think that that's where we need to get into the conversation of celebrating not only ourselves but celebrating one another and really celebrating each other's differences. And you can't be out here talking, you know, advocating for trans people and and um, you know equality and LGBTQ. Um, I I think I'm missing one. Um but you can't be out here doing that and then you're out here shaming your fellow, you know, your 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 black your, your black sisters right here because one of them got a beat face on. Like that's not right. Just cuz you choose not to wear makeup doesn't make somebody else you know, I don't know. I, some people just like makeup. Like they don't they're not necessarily wearing makeup because they feel like they're hiding something and I don't know why we feel like we have to shame that.
0: Right. That was that's why. one of the things I wanted to say it's like, you know, why is you know, there's the a lot of people assume that if if you wear makeup and wear a lot of makeup, it's because you you don't like the way that you look. You're trying to change, you're trying to cover up yourself. Um, and that's not necessarily the truth. Um, and just like I would argue that just because you are out here, you know, rocking your fresh face with reckless abandon, that doesn't mean that you have the highest of self esteem and that you love every aspect of yourself. Like um, I think it's it's good for us to just kind of, you know, just especially if you have to call it out. We don't have to announce everything, but um, right, all the time. But I mean, hashtag no cool I don't know no what that's about. No and place. I, I mean, I'm not saying that as if I've never done it, because I have definitely hit the hashtags myself. But I'm just, I'm more <laughs> so questioning, like, why do we feel like we have to, you know, qualify our behavior in this way? and what that means. Like the girls who use filters versus the girls who don't. Like, no filter. And <laughs> and then we shaming the girls who use filters. Like, oh my gosh, you always got that. Like, uh, the thought filter. Or we call it, like, you know, the, the filter with the flowers. Everybody was calling that oh, the thought yeah. filter. The the, the filter. dog filter. You know, like, we always just throwing it. That's the thought shaming, filter. The dog filter. Shaming the filter usage. <laughs> when I'm just like, you know, if I use a filter, it doesn't mean I hate my face. But if this filter, you know, addresses it's my little, me you know what use. I'm saying, dresses my bag, I'm going to use her. You know what I'm saying? Why not? <laughs> what's she there Listen, for? Like, so what's it to you? And then um, when I don't have time or when I don't feel like it, I don't have a problem with getting on the gram or on a Snapchat with a dry face because I've done it before. Y'all know that. Um, but I don't know. Why do we have to Why do we have to kind of, you know, be so divisive in those ways? Um
1: I think I think it's all insecurity with self honestly. I do. I think that's where it all stems back to there's something you don't like about yourself where you feel like you gotta hate on the next on the next person. And that's that's something you need to change within yourself because people are still gonna be out here beating their faces and there's gonna be people like myself who are gonna be right on the sidelines cheering you right on. True indeed.
0: I think that's another conversation that we save for another day, like whether or not critique is evidence of kinda like, you know, like if someone is super critical of others, is that reflected? That they're super critical of themselves. Um, yeah, we're gonna go with yeah, that because I, I totally that. feel like that's a, a juicy conversation. I would like to ask, like, mm. you know, do you think that there are connotations to certain things? Like, do you think that? Um, I mean, this might be an obvious question, but I'm I'm more so thinking along the lines of, like, what it means to be made up in certain spaces. Um I know professionally speaking in especially in certain male dominated fields or in even even fields that have uh kind of conservative standards of dress. I'm thinking about like lawyers specifically or uh you know where you know when you're going into the courtroom you have to look a certain kind of way when you appear before the judge or when you're hearing a case try um you know you know have a, a case or whatever. Um so what I guess I'm thinking i thinking along those terms. Like, is makeup welcome in every profession? And like, what are do you think that, you know, is is that a good or bad thing? Like, um, the standard. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, yeah. I guess we'll stop right there. I
1: guess is it welcome in every profession? Probably. I'm sure there are certain professions where people would be like, "Well, why?" Like doctors, for instance. Well, why do you have a big face? But but maybe somebody just felt like beating their face before they came to work. That's what makes them feel better about themselves. Um, I think when it comes to what you were saying about male-dominated industries, which is most, that can go either way. Because we were speaking about this earlier, about how a woman might dumb herself down or be a little frumpier in an environment to be taken more seriously. But then... Because it seems like a lot of men, you know, they they can be very chauvinistic. They can have really misogynistic views um, in thinking that a woman has to be like, I know I've seen with like with men in the workplace where like you can't say stuff like that to women, where a woman might not have a full face of makeup and a man might say, oh, are you sick? Like, are you not feeling well today? Right. And I think that that is complete trash, and I don't know if that's necessarily answering the question.
0: <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely getting at in terms of I'm thinking like some of like I I know that in many cases having a full face like showing up in red lip and a lash has has a connotation in certain. A red
1: lip always has a certain envi- has a certain connotation. I feel like.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think that. I could definitely see a woman shying away from Mm -hmm. that uh, to kind of keep from people making certain assumptions about her. So like if I work and if I'm a scientist and I work in a lab with all men, would I feel comfortable to kind of go in there beat down? Uh, What would, would I, would I think twice about that in terms of like me coming in there totally made up and, do, would, does that compromise, you know, do, do, does it make them think that I'm, right. you know, less of a scientist or that the quality of my work is less or that I'm not as serious about my science as as they are? Uh, like, I, I, that's what I think along those, mm-hmm. those are some of the things and standards about makeup and conversations about makeup that I think we should be having versus talking about, uh, you know, shaming people and and, you know, telling people that they should or should not wear it, you know, just kind of like for personal preferences. But I think we should challenge some of the ways that, women are viewed um mm-hmm. and uh in 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 places and why and what those some coming what you know what those things are kind of rooted in uh systemically and structurally and what can we do uh as women how can we change it how can we change the narrative how can we challenge it how can we push back in productive ways i think i, I would like to, to you know get into some of the meat of that I, um when we are talking about makeup do's and don'ts we we will definitely get to kind of like the more practical kind of everyday this is you know makeup application stuff but I would like for us to get it to have a absolutely. conversation um about some of that stuff uh maybe later so I would love for you guys to weigh in as lis- as listeners send us a tweet send us an email mm-hmm. and you know weigh in let us know if you're if you work you know how does makeup kind of factor into your your work life right. uh does it is it a conversation do you have male or female supervisors who have said something to you about your about your makeup? Mm-hmm. Um, do you agree with the standards that are placed upon you? I I would like to kind of get at some of that stuff eventually.
1: I um to touch on it because I, I I think that would be a really great conversation to touch on it though, uh, and to dig a li- and you know to get a little into what you are asking. I do think when you put it into context, such as environments like. Uh, Maybe a science lab, you know, even though it might seem extreme, or, you know, a science lab or an attorney's office or somewhere along those lines. I know a lot of times a woman who's viewed as somebody who where you know, where she might she might give herself like a, a, a face for the day. She might be viewed as even a quote unquote bimbo. You know what I'm saying? Or simple minded. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not as smart as somebody who comes in a little plane because you care about your appearance. And I think that that's problematic that somebody who 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 does have a place, you know, somewhat of an importance on how they are presented to the world. Maybe she and just enjoys putting on a little makeup for the day. Right. But why does that have to play into her her performance in the workplace? So yeah, I think that would be a really great conversation to have.
0: Totally, especially you know, you know, as someone who is an academic and kind of navigating academic spaces, I can kind of speak to. I can I want to say kind of, but I can definitely speak to um, being questioned about different choices that I've made um, about you know my hair or my makeup that had nothing, and you know, feeling feeling like people have made um, or quick, you know, judged me or made assumptions about me based upon, you know, the way that I look. So if I go, if I show up to the conference, there were a few years, well, when I was in um, my second or third year, I had short hair, changed the color, changed the style literally once a week. So like, whatever, whatever I wanted to do, I was doing it because I felt like I was a student, wasn't going to be long that I was going to have this period in my life where I could literally do whatever I wanted. Um, and and I I didn't have to subscribe to kind of like standards from like eight from the human resources perspective. Like I didn't have anybody over me telling me that I could not do X Y Z. So if I wanted to have blue bangs one week, I did. Yep. Um, if I wanted it to be blonde, it was. Or <laughs> and, you know, if I wanted to you know wear a dark lip uh, at nine a.m., it was my business. If I wanted to be lashed, you know, so those are the kinds of things that I did, and I can definitely say. You know, me going to the conference, you know with pink hair, with pink hair and with long nails and with you know um, lashes and glossy lips. I definitely feel like I mean I, I definitely consider that people had expectations of me <laughs> uh, you know, based upon how I looked, and I was confronted with the choice of like, okay, so do I do the safer thing, or do I you know continue to do what I want? And, you know, that was definitely something that I had to negotiate and talked with, with, talked about with some of my mentors to just kind of figure out what that was. Thankfully, I was surrounded by other Black women who were comfortable and secure and um, secure enough to empower me and motivate me to just kind of say, you can always be yourself in every space. And the answer to all of the negativity that you will get as a result of your appearance. You know, you confront that by just doing amazing work because can't nobody argue with the fact that, your, you right. know, your work is what it is. You will definitely, you know, if they have something to say about the girl with the long red nails, they'll have to say it, you know, while right. they, you know, <laughs> citing you. <laughs> while they're citing, you know what I'm saying, while while they're citing your publications and coming to your talks, just make sure that your work, you know what I'm saying? And my even my supervisor now says, hey girl, if you're gonna be in here with your funky natural haircut and these and these long nails with the rhinestones on them, I need you to make sure that you be in here typing fast and making these reports sing. So that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think we we'll, I don't wanna I don't wanna beat this horse to death, but I think it'll be an interesting mm-hmm. conversation for us to have now I kind of turn it. To a little bit to make it a little bit lighter and talk about uh, some of these do's and don'ts. what we did was we reached out to some of our friends and makeup artists, other makeup enthusiasts, and we reached out to some of you via Twitter to just kind of see what your favorite and not so favorite beauty trends and makeup techniques are, and just the dos and don'ts so things that we're kinda sick of seeing in terms of beauty trends. so um we'll get into that, but before we do that, I want to ask you sis, What's one makeup item or makeup tool that you cannot live without? If you had ooh. one makeup tool that you can only use for the rest of your life, like you only your makeup bag is going in the garbage, but you get to keep this one thing, what is that and why?
1: Gosh, that's really hard. Isn't it? Hard? Pale, so a BB cream would really be super sufficient in giving me some kind of color. However, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, uh, oh, damn, that's, oh, damn. Um, probably, I guess some, uh, probably some mascara. Really? I would guess so because I'm trying to think of anything else. Like if I kept like a BB cream for some sort of moisture and a little bit of tint, my eyelashes are still going to look ashy. You know what I'm saying? I can't keep highlighter around if I don't have, you know, this to go along with it. And I feel, so it's either between mascara or like the little shit that I put on my eyebrows. I call it eyebrow mascara. But, you know, it it does a little shape for my eyebrow. I'm not one of those people who likes to draw my eyebrows in. Like, I have eyebrows. But I like to just make sure that they're neat. So I use a little eyebrow mascara. Um,
0: So it's either between that or eye mascara. So (laughs) I think that both of those are mascara. But you just use them for different purposes. No, you know what I'm talking about. Brow gel is just mascara. No, you know. So brow gel or mascara. But you could usually like because if yeah. you get a clear mascara, you could use that on your brows. <laughs> you can, and I actually used
1: a clear mascara when I was younger. When like the only thing I would put on would be lip gloss right. and clear mascara. All right. Well, so what's your one item that you would not be able to live without?
0: Um, I think my one item that I would never ever be able to live without um, is uh, false lashes. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: lashes do make a face
0: and now i mean I, I, I for the last year or so i've been wearing eyelash extensions not like crazy caterpillar lady lash extensions but no i know not at all i go and get my lashes done like once a month pretty much once a month once every four or five weeks um and i now don't feel like i can look at myself without <laughs> with without them <laughs> um so like literally like i don't have anything on my face right like i literally lived my whole life today without anything any makeup on just chapstick and my eyelash extensions and yeah like (laughs) i feel like i can face the world in a lash but without them i don't know you're feeling bald yeah yeah out here with these bald-headed lashes i don't know
1: but my that's lashes, are,
0: my natural lashes are I mean, not really. long. I mean, I'm not short. Like I don't have stingy natural lashes.
1: Um, no, but you've gotten so used yeah, to. Yeah, but with I've these been wearing
0: false lashes for so long. Luxurious
1: pepper lippy right. eyelashes. So
0: now I can't imagine myself <laughs> with my my own lashes. Make me feel like totally inadequate. Inac- ac- uh, but that's totally. That's good. what
1: people tell me about weave. Really? They'd be like, or or even when I take my braids out, like I I clearly am like not. Like I'm not lacking for hair, and I actually sit here and will chop my hair in my bed myself. But um, but yeah, like when you take braids or like twists out, I be feeling mad ball headed after after oh, a minute yeah. when I take. I up. get that, and then it comes back to normal. But like for a second, I'd be like,
0: "Damn, I ain't got no hair." Yeah, <laughs> just ball headed. Um, ball headed Scally wet indeed. Okay, so eyebrow gel and lashes. Yes. I'd be interested to know what the listeners say. I kind of feel like everybody's going to fall in those in those two categories, though. Because, like... I do feel that. I mean, brows are so important. And I feel like lashes are now a thing. But I would be interested to know what you guys would say. So, yeah, let us know what your um, must-have beauty beauty product, beauty item, makeup item is. Um, I'd be interested to know that. But let's get into these do's and don'ts, shall we? Yes, I'm excited. Um, So, yeah, we asked a bunch of people. I've kind of organized the do's and don'ts according to who said what. So we're just going to kind of read through them and just go from there. So the first person that we asked was our good sis, Nikki.
1: Yes. And the fun thing about so so we'll also have the information in the description box. But Nikki, we featured her a shout out to my sis, Canvas M.U.A., in houston texas and the fun thing about this episode is if you are in the houston area for the holiday season you can hit up nikki if you you if you mentioned getting grown you will get 15 dollars off your in-studio session so make sure you guys are if you're in the houston area you're looking for a face for your holiday parties your events or whatever is coming up or if you just feel like feeling extra special for a day, hit up Nikki. Um, All of her information will be in the description box and you will get $15 off for mentioning getting grown. Come
0: on with these coupons. We got you on the holiday beat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So Nikki says, Uh. so I guess the first, the first two of uh, Nikki's dues kind of fall along the lines of foundation. Um, the first one being, uh, stay within the two-shade range rule. So when it comes mm-hmm. to foundation, um, when picking your shades for your found, well, your foundation should match your skin. Like that's the number one Always. rule. That's the, that's uh, the point. Number one do <laughs> is that it must match your skin. But when it comes to highlighting and contouring, you want to stay within the two-shade range rule. So your highlighter is not to be any more than two shades lighter and your contour is not to be any more than two shades darker. So mm-hmm. a lot of times when the girls go crazy, and, you know, this is where we fall off the wagon is that we try to use other people's uh, other people's concealers and contours and be out here oh. looking strong and wrong. Um, so I can't use Kia's
1: contour palette. That's
0: right. And I could never, ever use Jade's anything.
1: <laughs> Both of us will look like Harley Quinn.
0: <laughs> never, I could never ever. But I mean, these are just, just mean,
1: like the Joker's counterpart.
0: This is just crazy. Like I mean, I just I mean, these, it's sad that we have to say these things. But these are the dudes Okay. Um, if you follow around the way curls, sorry, tangent. Okay.
1: If you follow around the way curls, um, it's kind of the same thing with Shanti and Antoinette. Shanti is 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 has like a copperish brown skin and Antoinette is pasty pale white just like myself (laughs) and so they played around with Antoinette's concealer and put it on Shanti's face and decorated it like Beyonce in the sorry video (laughs) that is the only way in which you can share
0: colors if you are not the same that's fun don't you just love it it was fun yeah it was uh blend your face with your neck okay it's really important that you blend your Please. your blend your blend your foundation into your neck uh someone i wrote it down here in the notes someone as far as the don'ts someone said um uh her name is at i've been sorry at a b and s a r e streaky coverage face to when your face to neck doesn't remotely match so you'd be out here looking like peanut butter on chocolate <laughs> <laughs> Don't be now out looking here like looking a like a yeah. Reese cup, girl. We don't have time for that. That's not what we want. <laughs> not at all what we need. Okay. No. Um. So yeah. Um. I think that's those are the dues as as far as a uh, skin. Um. I also reached out to Allison Facts Beauty. I'll also leave her information in uh, the description. She is a DMV based uh make- makeup artist, super talented. I got a chance to meet her. Um, at some classes that I took and uh, we've become good makeup buddies uh, she said for all women especially women of color make sure that you learn your undertones it's an essential it's essential to getting the perfect match and skin-like finish because what we want with foundation is for your face to always look like skin like skin is the goal it's got to look like skin. It's not a mask not a mask it shouldn't be anything other shouldn't look like anything other than skin um, you've got to learn your undertones. You're either warm or cool. Your undertones are either warmer, redder, more orangey, more peachy, um, or uh, they're either you know golden. And a way Hello. for you to check, um, and find out what your undertone is is you can kind of look, look into, look in your chest, look along your décolletage, look at your skin. Did your do you give, uh, you know, is there more of a golden undertone to your skin, or is it more red based? or orange-based, the easiest way to determine that is to look in your chest for hints of gold or hints of red. Um, I don't have no gold.
1: I'm just, like, the color of the inside of a banana. So
0: you're, like, super neutral. Like, (laughs) you're not the color (laughs) of the inside of a
1: banana. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Like the actual banana, not the peel. No, you're not. You're not.
0: (laughs) You're... You actually have a very like your face. You you have a very peachy tone to your face, especially oh, in the thanks, middle. Sis. Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> Sorry, warmish cool. No, like
0: you're warm. Like you you have like a real peachy. Like you're peach. You're not. You're not a yellow. You're not a yellow girl. I mean, you are a yellow girl, but your undertone is not yellow. Um, that makes me feel good. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I could help you out there, sis. Um. So yeah. Uh, Legally Beat is a very, very popular, very successful makeup artist, also based here in the um, DMV. She says the dew, uh, for skin is always going to be bronzed skin, like glowing skin. Um, the difference mm-hmm. here is like bronze just does not mean like super crazy Nipsey Russell highlight. Like, you don't you should not look, look like a disco ball, but it's, no. you know, looking sun kissed, like, you know, color beaming glowing from within not fresh dew. indeed so uh yeah um yeah i think those are the do's that relate to face like makeup like like foundation um but underneath that foundation if i may
1: throw some in there mm-hmm. Start with a fresh face. Start with a clean face. You want to hashtag fresh face something? Start with a clean face before you put some makeup <laughs> yeah, on that it.
0: Was one, don't be nasty. That's one of the don'ts. Yes. <laughs> oh, a major oh, don't okay. is do not put makeup on a face that you've not washed. And it's terrible that we have mm-hmm. to say that to grown people. But here we are. Um, I would also add to that as a caveat is like you should always, always, as much money as you invest in your makeup, you should invest in your skincare. Mm. Uh makeup is not a um a band-aid that you can use to just cover up wow. unhealthy, damaged, inflamed skin. Um gross whatever your skin issues are, you should make your priorities to address those um and quickly. Um because you know, the beaut like beautiful makeup is make like oh, makeup is enhanced, I shouldn't say just like makeup enhances skin. Uh, you know, your uh make makeup enhances your natural look. Like your natural look enhances the makeup, if that makes sense. Like you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, so it's a it's a two way street out here. So Um,
1: do do wash your skin and do moisturize your skin before you put on
0: makeup. Absolutely. Um, another do uh is oh that was actually that's a great caveat to Allison's other tip. Don't forget about skin prep. Make sure you know your skin before adding foundation. Glowy makeup is a huge trend during the holidays and summer months. Um, if you're super oily, make sure that you have a mattifier before your uh, before you add your foundation and try to stay away from super glowy products like shimmery setting sprays or glowy skin mm-hmm. primers because that's just going to exacerbate, you know, uh, you getting oily and shiny. Um, but yeah, knowing your skin, knowing your skin type, if you need to go to sometimes you can go to a makeup counter but i mean if you can mm-hmm. try to get to a esthetician um or dermatologist and you know asking what your uh what kind of skin you have a lot of times we all of us be out here guessing cuz we don't really know um you know my skin right. is normal to dry and it's like no girl it's not <laughs> um, so uh, at all actually yeah like get um get some help if you can just to learn what your what your skin needs, because then you'll you'll be able to figure out how best to, um, you know, buy products that you need to enhance, enhance it. Um, and as a little bonus, Nikki
1: offered a, um, a little tip. She said for for girls with oily skin um, as a nice light moisturizer before you put on a face. It's the Simple brand. Uh, it's called Simple. It's drugstore. Protecting moisture yep it's a drugstore brand um simple protecting moisturizer with s p f fifteen for sensitive skin because um if it has too much s p f in it it can you can get that's where you get that white shine uh when you take pictures and so she said that's a really good uh light moisturizer for those with oily skin that you can use as a nice starter before you put
0: your foundation or your primer on absolutely uh, we're gonna move into eyes and eyeliner Um, Nikki has a tip Mm -hmm. trace out your wing like you know black so like Legally Beats uh, dude was always like really pretty really sharp winged liner I think winged liner is a super popular trend the key to winged liner is that all wings are not created equal you really have to know Mm. the shape of your eye because like the wing that's going to work on my eye is not the wing that's going to work on Jade's eye so it's really about learning the shape of your eye uh, whether or not you have a hooded lid how big your eyes are, you know, how wide your eyes are apart, um, how long or, you know, how thick or thin your wing needs to be. All these things you kind of, kind of like got to play around with and find the right one. Um, And it takes time. So don't just, you know, don't get frustrated. Try things. Try them again. Nikki had a great tip for tracing out your wing with black eyeshadow first. Mm -hmm. Once you get the shape right, you can go back with liquid or a pencil liner uh, because if you mess up, you can just, literally brush it away. Um, and it's a lot easier to clean up than if you were to go right in with a, a pencil liner or a gel liner or a liquid liner. hmm Um, uh, I think we're going to go move on into, uh, highlighting and contouring. So don't blend your, uh, uh, be sure to blend your contour. Like contouring is okay. Highlighting and contour is to bring dimension back into a face that you've painted one color. So like foundation is your skin color. When you paint your face, when you put your foundation on, you're literally just making your face one dimensional. You have to Mm -hmm. contour and highlight in order to add the natural dimension that your face naturally has uh, back into your face. We're not out here trying to create something out of nothing. (laughs) We're not trying to change the actual appearance of our face or our bone structure, but we're actually just restoring or putting back Uh, what the the one-dimensional foundation uh, took away. So when you're blending your contour out, literally around the perimeter of your face, in the hollows of your cheeks, um, you know, down the sides of your nose, make sure that you're blending that contour into your hairline. Um, again, if you don't do that, you'll be out here looking like Harley Quinn. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Two tone. Two tone. Okay, just be very careful. Um, also. It's so crit- crucial and critical that you blend out your contour. One of the tweets that we got, you know, someone was talking about deep, dirty looking contours. The girls be out here with contusions, <laughs> looking like bruised, bruises. bruises. <laughs> you have got, like, first of all, it's too dark. Secondly, When you put that joint on, when you draw that line on your face, you have got to blend like nobody's business because you have to have seamless transition from one shade to another. Like, Mm -hmm. look at your face naturally with no makeup on. You will see where there are lighter and darker areas. And when you put your makeup on, you are trying your best to mimic those lighter and darker areas. Uh, The same goes for highlighting. The same goes for blush. Nikki says, do blend your blush all the way in. Unless you want to be Raggedy out here looking Ann. like Raggedy Ann, and black women really oh don't gosh. have rosy cheeks like that. <laughs> we don't give Mrs. No. Claus under norm, like under most circumstances. Now, some of you may be out here with the rosy cheek situation, and if that be the case, then I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to most of both black women who I've known and come across in my life. You know, the color that we add back into our faces, is not like the color. That you know, uh, women of other complexions, other cultures, other backgrounds, add into their faces. So whatever you do, you want to blend it out, no matter what mm-hmm. color color you put. I think we're gonna move into eyeliner. No, we did talk about eyeliner already. Oh, use the right eyeliner. Also, you know, your eyeliner should match the shade of your eyes. So if your you know if your eyes are Uh, you know lighter eyes you may or may not need a black eyeliner you might be able to get away with a darker brown you don't um and using black eyeliner you know can you know it can be a little hard, really intense and give you that raccoon kind of quality if uh if you um are not careful um one good one good thing that nikki and i discussed when it came
1: to that because my mom has green eyes so she uses a green like a hunter greenish eyeliner which doesn't come across this you know some funny looking green on her face, it compliments her eyes because she feels like black eyeliner can be harsh. Nikki mentioned that black liner can also make a lighter eye pop, mm-hmm. but you have to have a full face on. She's like, you can't just be out here with a naked face and put on a yeah. black liner. There are rules with a light that's eye. That's one of my there's that's rules. That's one of my
0: don't the hell ever's. The girls who are out here yeah. just picking one thing to do. <laughs> Especially yeah. bold things. Like, you know, like black liner is bold. Red lips, yes. are yes. lips are bold. Blue um, lips are bold. And like, especially crazy long eyelashes are super bold. Um, mm. So my, my natural, eye, my eyelash extensions, I go for a more natural extension look. I'm not out here giving the girls a full editorial lash in my everyday because I know that when I don't have a full face on, I'm still going to have to have these lashes on. So that being said, you know, don't think, think twice about doing more dramatic things on, you know, on the days where you don't have a lot of makeup on. So if I were not to wear, if I were not wearing um, any makeup, but I wanted to put on eyeliner with my lashes, I might not reach for a black eyeliner. I may want to do a darker brown um, because that's less intense um, and less evening and more daytime and more suitable for the fact that I don't have anything else on my face. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. The other do's and don'ts. We're gonna spend a lot of time now on eyebrows because that came up over and over, oh. and over again on the tweet. Um. When we talked about makeup, don't the hell ever Everyone talked. Okay. The first one. You know, a lot. Lots of people said. You know, big eyebrows, extra dark eyebrows, sharpie eyebrows, halo brows. The boosity fade on the eyebrows and the front of the eyebrows, McDonald, McDonald's, McDonald's, RJ Lewis, all of these things. We just gotta talk about brows, ladies. Can I do one first? Go for it.
1: Don't the hell ever try to create a shape <laughs> that does not exist on your face with your eyebrows. Don't That's... draw. Try to draw some shit if your eyebrows are more circular, then you need to work with that. If your eyebrows tend to go more straight across, you need to work with that. But don't try to make some shit out of some shit that ain't there.
0: Agreed. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> like, uh, every, all, everything about makeup is like going with the grain. Like, yeah. like it's all about enhancing what you have and working with what you have. Um. So yeah, eyebrows <laughs> are one of those things it's just like you get what you get um a lot of times you can train and manipulate if you work with someone um who is skilled and trained and trained and
1: skilled you
0: know getting getting <laughs> you know maintaining and you know shaping your eyebrows and working with a professional then perhaps you can i have you know been able to train my eyebrows to do what i want them to do because that's I,
1: not what we're talking about i do
0: everything you know i do this i have a routine my brows know what time it is you know <laughs> so um but I've also worked with, you know, I go Professional. To Prim, you know, I work with professionals Um, in order to print beauty studio on Georgia Avenue in the DMV. Nikki specializes in brows. Like, she worked with my brows to get them where they are, um, largely by just leaving them alone, figuring out what it is that they do naturally, and then working with them in order mm-hmm. to uh, get them to a place where, you know, you know we can maintain them. Um, but it's not about, like, and I know that everybody, you know, some brows are more unruly than others, but still mm-hmm. it is all about um, going with the grain, figuring out what your brows do and trying to work with them. Because you do you get a lot farther trying to negotiate with them than to just trying to be to bogart them and make, right and just and do, make do doing your own thing not, not that they will not they will not. They will. It just won't work out for you. Your brows are supposed to shape your face, and if you change all of that, you're literally running the risk of changing your changing whole situation your face and looking like an asshole. It's just not. It's just. It's. It's. You know, dangerous. It's dangerous.
1: Do match your. If you're gonna fill your eyebrows in, make sure it matches your hair, unless oh, yeah. you have. Unless you have like blonde hair, that's weird to have blonde eyebrows. Like I get it having brown eyebrows. But if you have like reddish hair, then use some sort of reddish what eyebrow gel or a blend of an eyeshadow and whatever else that
0: you figure out. It doesn't Just have m- to be matchy matchy, but in the oh, same same family. family. Same
1: heat. <laughs> same family. Yes. Like don't have black eyebrows and blonde hair. That shit's
0: gonna look nuts. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, Do not or don't... Th- okay, so halo brows. For those of you who don't know, when you conceal your brows after you fill them in, when you conceal them to define them, oftentimes people fall into the terrible habit of using concealer, again, that is too light. So the halo brows, like you put concealer underneath and over your brow... And if the concealer is too light now it looks like your brows are floating in the mix of your forehead <laughs> like an angel or something. we don't want that either that's not what you want if you're going to put concealer on the top of your brow it's all and for many of us that's not really even necessary no. but if you're going to do that, that concealer must be an exact match to your foundation
1: so so as a make- a makeup ignorant <laughs>
0: You can um, say a novice. How about you say that? There we go. That,
1: there's my words. <laughs> novice. <laughs> make them Novice. Okay. Um, I have always been under the impression that using concealer around your eyebrows was mm-hmm. if you were not able to go get your eyebrows done. And so, therefore, you are trying to make them look, you know, like they try to look like something. What other reason would you even need to put concealer around your eyebrows?
0: Well, I mean it's all about like uh defining the brow. Mhm. Um
1: okay, that's real. Okay, I get it.
0: I I tend to do it um because, you know, brows are like a central part of like, you know, there are some steps in the makeup process that are not everyday steps. Right. But if I'm going to do makeup, I'm going to do a brow. <laughs> So, um, as you should, it always set like for me, again, it just kind of sets the brow move, It keeps it from moving or, you know, like, you know, how you do your brows in the morning, you look up and then your tails are gone. Like <laughs> So I don't know. The concealer just kind of acts as a bridge to kind of set the brow, defines it. For me, it just kind of like locks it into place. Got it. Okay. Um, and it's the difference between like, oh, she got her brows done and. Hey, browse. It's like yes. an emergency brake. <laughs> yeah, it keeps your it keeps your car from rolling down the hill. <laughs> okay,
1: that sounds right to me. So, there we go. Talk to me in a language that I
0: understand. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that tickled me, chad. You took me out. Uh, she said, "Cause still, it's like, a, oh, but yeah, we don't talk. To, don't the hell ever do those squiggly brow things.
1: Oh my God, that shit is dumb as hell.
0: It's creepy. <laughs> What's the point? Like for what purpose? And I also saw that video on uh, I am Zoe's page of that of that uh, girl who's been putting like fake eyelashes on her brows. Like, girl, she's just out here trolling the internet. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I just can't." Also, uh, don't put black in your eyebrows. I know that don't some of us feel like black uh, because we got black hair, no. we should have black brows. No, like, no girl, brown no. Brows. no, no, your eyebrows are not. Uh, are just, you know, contrary to popular belief, they're not supposed to be super crazy dark.
1: No, they're not. They're not supposed that,
0: to be like that intense.
1: That doesn't look like that doesn't look good on anybody's face. It doesn't. Anybody. It does not. It That's does one not. of them things. I'm gonna judge you, and I don't care.
0: It does not Um, So yeah Brows I think that's all for brows Oh yes No I take that back What These big brows Now we've talked about These old Jet bridge ass brows That y'all like to put on Your faces There's no reason For your brow First of all If your brow Is wider than your thumb That's a good test (laughs) Is it Because I feel like That's Let me see Well maybe you should Okay Your ring finger First of all, it should not, your brow shouldn't be bigger than none of your fingers. If you sit, if oh, no. if you put your, your finger over your brow, we should see no brow outside of your finger. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But some of y'all be out here with these
1: three Ranges. to four lane highway brows. They do be three to four. These Maryland ass highway ass brows. Man, <laughs> I mean, just like. Interstate brows. I need and your I- eyebrows to look like a sh- a, a, a street in Queens, <laughs> too narrow for two lanes. But for some
0: reason, it is literally like one car getting down, with both car- parallel park <laughs> parallel park cars on both sides, like just contained. So they them. need to be wide enough to be able to have those two cars go, but I- but not too wide, not too wide, not too too wide.
1: Um, let's get into eyelashes since that's your favorite thing. Okay, because I have a great. I have a don't the hell ever. Okay. Don't the hell ever take them. P- Stop putting them fucking, them blunt wrappers on your <laughs> eyelashes and calling them eyelashes. Them shits that you buy from the beauty supply store. Swishes sweet. Them, <laughs> them swishes <is> sweet, pronto <laughs> ass, <laughs> cigarello ass eyelashes. Stop uh, taking these Dutch masters oh, and good. gluing them to your eyelashes and saying these are eyelashes. This is a strip of one thing.
0: It's very thick and it's not an eyelash. I just feel like eyelashes or whatever you, whatever false, like my false eyelashes, I feel like look like eyelashes. That's
1: what I'm saying.
0: Maybe some of y'all would disagree, but I just believe that there should be some level of reality, (laughs) especially for the day to day. Now, if you were doing an editorial photo shoot, And the whole thing was avant-garde and you wanted to put these massive lashes on. We should have just put this at the top of the
1: episode. None of this relates to an editorial photo shoot.
0: Right. (laughs) So um, if you have that going on, you know what I'm saying, then okay, fine. By all means, get your life. Put a fucking bird of paradise
1: on your eyelashes. But in everyday life... Stop going to the beauty supply store and picking up the Cigarello wrappers (laughs) and putting them on your eyelashes.
0: It doesn't look good.
1: It looks terrible. And I talk
0: about you every time. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah. Just try to be, like, when you put your lashes on, think, like, you know, could this actually be my lash? Like, (laughs) if there is no possible way that your lash could be grown by a human being... Then perhaps you might want to consider
1: whether just or not the
0: episode enhance. You know what I'm saying? Just let it, you know, whatever you're doing, you just wanna bring out. You don't want to distract. So if you wearing these, um you wearing these peacock feathers on your eyelids, we're not gonna be able to see or get into anything else that you have going on in your face. I don't um, wanna see that on anything but America's next top model. Help us. Help us, please. Um also, uh, let's just talk about banana powder right quick.
1: Oh, that's that white shimmery powder that people be sprinkling on all over their face like powdered
0: sugar. No, <laughs> what well, white sprinkling? First of all, banana powder is yellow based. But what It was white, it- and it goes up under your eyes. Well, it's not supposed to be. Well, I mean it. Well, if to it's white, the then it's translucent. It's supposed to be. But banana powder... But what's the
1: difference? Okay, sorry. Go ahead.
0: So banana powder is is also a translucent powder, but it's got a yellow uh, or more golden kind of tint to it. Um, mm-hmm. And as such, it really does complement women who have golden undertones. Okay. Um, so if your undertones are not golden, then perhaps you might want to uh, use a translucent powder that has a more coral or peachy undertone to it um and they they do exist like there are several of them out there on the market if you have any uh if you have specific questions you can send me a tweet i'll be happy to help but um uh yeah so banana powder and it's you know not only is it you know we have to be cautious about whether or not we should use it like whether or not it complements our skin tone we also need to be conscious about the conscious of the way that we use it. So there's this trend that I mean I think it's kind of dying down now because I think the whole world has grown weary of the cake fake fa- cake face foundation. Mm-hmm. Um but you know there was this baking trend where people would literally put this stuff underneath their eye and let it sit there for 5 10 15 20 minutes. I um, would
1: see this baking reference and I don't understand.
0: I mean it does give you a very very uh Snatched up like matte, extra matte. Look. I
1: don't think my skin is not matte. Like it. Okay, whatever. I'm not gonna be. <laughs> my Your skin's skin not is not matte.
0: matte, right? No, but there are some girls who, and guys who like that really super full coverage, completely flawless, powdery finish. So I've seen it where it looks good. So let in, me just shut in up. In certain, in certain, you know, in certain cases. The baking is you know that's really kind of just kind of melts the skin it, you know it's supposed to you're supposed to leave the powder on your face on your face until it heats up um through the heat of your body temperature and it's like melts all of you know makes everything all seamless and smooth um but the thing is we've got i have i have done it before I don't do it anymore why okay. because it's just not practical. <laughs> For me in my life. I'm not speaking for anybody else. Um, I think, and at there are levels, you know what I'm saying? Like if I was doing it, if I was getting super beat down to go to like a black tie affair, then yeah, maybe I would let the under eye powder sit for a right. little while. But if I'm just going to the post office, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. That's um, fair. And I mean, that's just what it is. Um, so yeah, uh, I we only have a few more don't-the-hell-evers. Um, one of those being highlighting the nose. Oh, man. Highlighting in
1: general. Highlighting but in you, general.
0: I'm going to let you a, go first. Like,
1: like as, a, as a makeup novice, <laughs> it looks dumb as hell when your cheeks are like shimmery, shiny gold to where you look like the tin man that doesn't look good like these people are out here highlighting for their dear lives it is golden everywhere now there are nice ways i see i have i have fenty highlighter i have a fenty highlighter palette and a fenty highlighter stick and i think they're beautiful when they're used with subtlety when they're overused i look crazy on my cheeks Just like that trophy wife. We have spoken about this trophy (laughs) wife. It is not for everybody. Stop with the trophy wife. (laughs) Like you need to make sure that A, you know how to use it. And I tried to use that shit. and It is damn near impossible. But it has been done. Know what you're doing when you highlight. That's my thing about highlighting. Go for
0: it. Um i've uh well i also hit a, i heard from um i reached out to Low nicely um she's also a very talented dmv based mua and she agreed to uh you know uh give us some um uh do's and don'ts she actually just had one very significant don't <laughs> and um that being the over highlighting of the nose mm-hmm. um because, I mean, highlight is actually the purpose of it. Like I talked about when we talked about the trophy wife is to literally mimic where your face, where light naturally hits your face. So right. for many of us, our, the tip of our nose is a lighter place on our faces. Right. But it's the very tip of our nose and it's a very subtle highlight. Um, and honestly, the nose is the, is the one gland on the face that produces oil, even for the girls and boys. Who have dry skin or normal skin? If they get shiny, they get shiny on their nose. Like your nose oh, naturally okay. shines. If you have oil, nose skin, in the middle of your forehead. Exactly. Your your um your nose naturally shines. So this glitter on the nose, literally, just you know. I'm not sure makes what you, what makes the you look trend. Like you belong in Oz. You know, I think the girl, I was saying, I said, you know, it gives, the girls want to give, uh, then one foggy Christmas Eve tease. They want to be out here leading, leading Santa's one horse open sleigh. I just, like, they just be out here trying to just help, help Santa navigate the night skies. And, um, I mean, you just don't have to do it, sis. I mean, just think about it. And also, you have to think, a lot of times when we see these pictures, they are photo shoots that are staged with professional lighting and taking with professional cameras. Um, and it's a different look. Um, professional makeup artist. Exactly. Um, so it is something, and it, and it does look great in photos. But in practice, y'all literally just walking around here with glitter on your nose. And the same goes for your Cupid's bow. A lot of times we highlight the Cupid's bow because it accentuates it and, you know, sets off the lip liner for our liquid lipsticks and all that. I get it. It's all well and fair. But you just have to be really, really, you have to use a really light hand when you apply some of this stuff. Because when you go to TJ Maxx and you've underneath them fluorescent lights... <laughs> It just doesn't translate the way that it translates on your Instagram feed, sis. I'm just here to tell um, you. As, mm-hmm. Just as Marlo. I'm fixing your bun. Let me, fix your bun. <laughs> Let me fix your bun. Let me fix your bun. That was the best clip I saw
1: all day. Let me fix your bun, sis. She, she fixed that bun with, with so much grace. She literally just crept up. Swipped it around and just, tucked you it know, in. And she didn't and even disturb
0: back. Nene from nope. re- going off. She was just like, let me just fix this. She didn't tap her. No, nothing. she just fixed it and just kept right on moving. So I'm going to wrap up the do's and don't the hell ever. Uh, moving on to lips. We have quite a few mm-hmm. lips do's and don't the hell ever. Um, Nikki. So I think the first one is. You have to. Uh, moisturize your lips you have to treat them, you have to exfoliate them um, because there's absolutely nothing worse than any kind of lip product, especially a matte lip product though, whether it be a lipstick or a lip stain or a liquid lipstick. You don't want to put any kind of matte lip, any product over some dry lips because that is just going to be a catastrophe. Like Mm. literally it's going to sink into the lines of the lip. It's just not going to be a good look at all. Um, If you know that you have um lip issues cuz i mean some of us we just do like it's just a fact of the matter um if you know that you have lip issues invest in specialized lip treatments in- invest in good old Carmex and lipsticks and for your matte lip like i cannot wear matte lipsticks without a lip primer like even i moisturize and exfoliate my lips and while i'm doing my foundation um i have those treatments on but right before I get ready to put my lipstick on. I wipe those off. I put on a lip liner before priming before uh lining my lips. Um and I can talk more about what a primer does and why that's uh more uh important. Um, but it literally just like sets the stage for the lipstick and like makes it last all day. Just kinda like how you prime your walls before you paint your walls. You've got mm-hmm. if you, your you prime your, you your lips before you paint your lips. Before you put your foundation on. Absolutely. It just it just makes for better coverage and all day wearability. Um but other uh, do uh, other uh, don'ts is um, lining your Cupid's bow. If you have a Cupid's bow, you have to line it. If you do not have a Cupid's bow, don't make one.
1: <laughs> That's it. Don't make a Cupid's bow. Don't make lips that don't exist. Don't
0: overdraw them.
1: Don't be out here, Kylie, in your face <laughs> to death. <laughs> okay, you weren't born with those lips. God didn't give them you to you. You can overdraw them a little bit.
0: Go- I've never ever had to do that because I wish I could like donate at least forty percent of my lips. <laughs> but but take some of them. But uh, for the girls, I think that you can slightly overdraw the lip. Um, but but you can't be creating. You lips, cannot though. be creating lips that you don't have. That's again, all. again
1: This is not an editorial photo shoot. Again, okay, right? They know how to make a lip. You don't, (laughs) so don't be out here drawing these lips on your face. You're gonna look like Mr. Potato Head.
0: (laughs) You are so stupid. Um, and And also,
1: if also stop, don't underdraw your lips. mm. Like I had it, you know, somebody pointed out that I did not, you know, and this was a while ago. Whatever, I've be learning stuff along the way, but I did not take my full line of my lips and like do it the way that you know, like accentuate them. So don't underdraw your lips the way that you
0: shouldn't overdraw your lips. Agreed, honey. Um, and I think that I think that wraps it up. Other don'ts, uh, like just regular don't don't share your mascara with random broads. Um, another one that someone tweeted is don't use hair glue to apply your false lashes. Now I think that that one is a little. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of people that do it. I've never been able to do it. I don't generally keep hair glue on me, but I know plenty of people who use it and have not had any problems. I also know people who have had reactions to it. I will say that you are only promised two eyes. (laughs) The Lord gave you two eyes and it is your responsibility to ensure the health and safety of the eyes that he gave you. Um, And I don't know how, I don't know, I mean, you could just take that and do with it what you want to. But I mean, some people it works. I have heard that it doesn't work as well for other people. But just you know, tread lightly.
1: Um, um do clean your brushes every, every like at, at, least at least once, once a
0: week. week. And let me tell you something: do, uh, do exchange or you know replace, not exchange, replace your beauty blenders and sponges. They do not last always. Sis. Yeah, they do not. They do not. It depends yeah. on how often that you use them. That you might want to, you know, find out, you know, how long they do last. But if you've been using the same beauty blender for for t- through two years, a year and a half, a year, just go ahead and drop the yeah. drop the dime. Get it. Get you another one. <laughs> just get you another one. It's fine. The holidays are coming. You know, get you some. Go to Sephora. Use your beauty rewards, <laughs> and just boom. get People you. Boom. On your wish there you list. go. You know what I'm saying? If you your got a secret blender. Santa. Let the girls know to get you a new beauty blender. You be out here, skin flourishing.
1: Just tell them which kind to purchase from Sephora. Let them get you a gift card. Just go purchase yourself a new beauty blender, period. But wash your wash your brushes at least once a week. And also, um, Nikki said, especially for makeup artists, but it could be used for regular people too. You can spray your makeup with 91% alcohol. Yes, I keep some of that on my table. So that, and she said not 50 and not 80. She said 91%. So that you disinfect the makeup, especially for makeup artists. Um, but it's good for you to do every once in a while with your own. And then a little tip she said as well if you, if, you know, something that's powder breaks, so whether it be uh, eyeshadow or whatever, you can pour a little bit of alcohol in it, mix it up and then let it sit and dry, and it will come back together. So no need to start freaking out when your shit breaks anymore because there is a way to salvage it.
0: Totes, my goats. I think that's all, though. I hope this is not, like, super long and dramatic. We did have a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, but hopefully you guys found it helpful. Uh, we're talking makeup on Getting Grown. I had fun. We did fun. not
1: talk about... Oh, we we didn't talk about two of the biggest do not the hell ever. What? Don't the hell ever match your eyeshadow to your belt, to your purse, to your your shoes, to your sneakers. I mean, get your, like, don't.
0: To your lipstick. We're not our aunties. (laughs) To your lipstick. Don't do that, Eva.
1: (laughs) That's that's the one. To your lipstick. Oh, to your lipstick. (laughs) But that's the one. (laughs) That's the one good thing. And then don't be having these heavy, dramatic eyes and these heavy, dramatic lips. Unless you're, like, going out for a nighttime look, but. These, like, smoky-ass eyes and these, like, bold red lips at, I don't know, noon is a lot. That's a lot. You know what I'm saying? If you go into a gala, that's great. But that's a lot for for an afternoon look. Um, And then the black lip liner,
0: brown lip liner. No, we didn't talk about that. Oh, did I say stop wearing liquid lipstick with no lip liner? This is for my girl. This is for my, my brown girls. Who want to be out here wearing uh them Kylie them Kylie lip kit nudes with no liner out here looking like Ashley Larry girl? It's not for us. It's not for us. Um,
1: know yourself.
0: I feel like you can make you can make any you can almost make any liquid lipstick work. You can make any lipstick color work if you line your lips appropriately. I think it's just mm-hmm. a woman's. It's in a, it's in a woman's best interest to kind of learn how to do that. Um it just kind of if you want to talk about making little things that you can do to kind of take your le- your makeup from uh you know um amateur to pro it's those kind of things like learning those kinds of techniques really make a huge difference and it's all about taking the time and just learning how to do it there are classes you could take there are people who can help you um you can even watch tutorials and sometimes it's just practice and you don't have to buy the most expensive lip liner in the world. You can like the next lip liners literally cost two and $3. Just get you a bunch of those and just start playing around. Um,
1: There's so many tips that we could, we could throw out there. Um, you guys can continue to tweet us with some of your favorite makeup tips, do's don'ts and don't the hell ever. Uh, but we're going to
0: wrap it up because we've <laughs> been rapping. We've been wrapping. Let's just get into the honesty box right quick. Thanks again to Form for supporting this week's episode.
1: Form is the premium hair care collection dedicated to making every hair journey simpler and better. Inspired by your own hair care experiences, Form delivers uncompromising performance without sacrificing the health of your hair. It all starts with your life, your style, and your hair goals. After taking the Form consultation, you'll be delivered a Form regimen complete with selected products, styling techniques, and care tips that are tailored to you. Just like their brother brand, Bevel, the folks at Form were tired of seeing the women they love struggle to find hair care that was personal, effective, and high quality. And just in time for the holidays, Form gift cards and Form minis. Form minis are lifestyle sets for hair care on the go. Whether you want to transform, move, bounce, create, or stick to the details, Form has you covered. Head over to formbeauty.com forward slash getting grown to get 10% off in free shipping on your first purchase and a free form mini when you spend over $50. That's formbeauty.com forward slash G-E-T-T-I-N-G-R-O-W-N. Get personal with form. Honestly. Truly. All right. Time for the honesty box. Do it. Praise the Lord, niggas. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you for everything you do during and outside of this podcast. You two are truly an impressive inspiration for women like me all over the world. I was introduced to the podcast world in July, but my friend who put me onto the read- since then I've listened to them, The Friend Zone, and Jaden XD Weekly. However, I knew this was the place for me when I heard Dr. Kia say, as for me and my niggas, oh, we God. will praise the Lord. Oh God. You ladies, <laughs> give me just enough celebrity gossip, grown folk conversation, and pettiness to make my Tuesdays go smoother. I'm writing to you today because I was hoping to get your expertise on a workplace conundrum. I currently work at a group home for adults with developmental disabilities. While it can be very rewarding work, it is often exhausting and offers very little pay for the direct support staff. I often do the work of an assistant manager, even though that is not my title, but that's an email for another day. Lately, I find that my manager often leans on me to take care of many tasks around the job that she should be handling on her own. On one hand, I was very grateful for the opportunity to prove myself worthy of the assistant title and pay. But on the other hand, it seems that on a regular basis, she lacks the motivation to be self-sufficient and thinks that since I can handle it, she does not have to. Furthermore, she is very emotional. She often cries at the drop of a hat whenever she is upset and says that she cries as a way to get out of her anger while still remaining professional. Okay, I roll emoji. Because of recent circumstances within our job, it seems that she's crying almost daily. Whenever a situation arises, she often removes herself from the room and cries. (laughs) Then I find myself fixing the problem without hesitation. This is a 50-something-year-old woman who has not learned basic coping skills. I guess my question is, how can I tell her about herself without risking the waterworks? We have built a relationship over the years, and she does value my opinion, so my speaking up wouldn't be coming out of the woodworks. Are there any coping mechanisms you can suggest? Sorry for such a long email, overworked and underpaid. P.S. My 30th birthday is November 28th. It would be the best present ever to hear you read this email or even just give a birthday shout out on the show. Thank you. Have a blessed day. So first of all, happy birthday. Happy Happy belated birthday. So you get two, (laughs) two, two presents, but, um, yeah, sis, you wanna you wanna start off. I don't
0: know that. Um, I don't know that there's anything that you can say that because I mean, that's gonna keep this woman from crying. If she cries, right. she's gonna cry. I think it's just a matter of you determining whether or not you um, uh, care. Sorry, you care whether <laughs> or not. I mean, you know, like you know, are, are her t- not to like are. Is her crying going to is that enough to stop you from saying what you feel like needs to be said? Um I also am more interested in knowing what exactly you want to say to her. Um and, and like, you know, what's the fix? Like what's what are you looking for? Because well
1: it sounds like she wants this lady to take some more responsibility. So she's um, complaining
0: about the fact that the lady leaves the room to cry. She said first and foremost
1: that the lady the lady what leans on her a little bit too much. So she, you know, she's happy about the fact that she gets to prove herself. But at the same time, this woman is um, now using it to her advantage, like taking advantage of the situation uh, and having her do more work than what she's getting paid to do. Then the second issue is that I guess she's also getting out of her work by crying all of the time. And that shit gets irritating at work.
0: Right. So I'm <laughs> saying, like, is she saying, like, don't do this no more? Or if I'm going to continue to do this, you're going to have to pay me. Oh, I don't know. So, I mean, like, she asked for coping mechanisms. But, I I mean...
1: Well, I guess what I would say she first needs to decide is... decide
0: whether or not she's going to be... Like what her what she wants the outcome to be. What's your end goal? Right, right. What do you want the outcome to be? And then we we might be able to talk about like ways to get you there, that will not compromise your relationship with this woman. Um, yeah.
1: As far as her crying all like, and then as far as her reaction to you and how you approach her, because it sounds like you would whatever your end goal may be that you would be coming from a place of love because you don't sound like you resent this woman. You just sound like you're like kinda you're kinda irritated at this point with how things have gone. And um you can't control what her reaction is to what you say to her. No. So I would say take take what Kia said, figure out what your end game is here. Figure out what your objective is first and foremost. And then once you go to have this conversation with her, as long as it's set out of respect and love, then you can't be worried about what her reaction is going to be because you can't control that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like that's it. Um, I hope this helps. I'm happy. I think we're happy to, um, you know, if you want to give us the update or give us more information, we will ha- we'll be happy to revisit this, but like given what, Please. what we know, What you've told us in the email, I think you know, you got a little bit more work to do before. I mean, at least in terms (laughs) of figuring out what it is that you want. Like, are you saying, like, you she signed the email overworked and underpaid. So, is she saying, like, if I'm going to be carrying this responsibility, I want to be compensated? Um, or is she saying, like, since you're not going to compensate me, stop crying (laughs) and do your job, right? I mean, I think you know.
1: Mm. Or it could be if you're if if I'm you know if I'm going to be doing all this I need to be compensated and if you're not going to compensate me then you need to quit crying and do your job. <laughs> That's what I and just said. The mix of the both of them. Did I just put it? You, you literally just said
0: what I. <laughs> I'm tired. It's all right. <laughs> but yeah, girl. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely just put it. It's said. okay. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> hit us. Hit us back and let us know. Uh. Some more information or, you know, and happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday.
0: And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody
1: know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. All right. It's time for the petty peeves. If you hear a noise in the background, that is my husband's sleep. Because it is very late. (laughs) Yikes,
0: yikes, yikes.
1: I figured I'd just be transparent with the people. So I'm actually going to read a listener's Petty Peeve today because obviously you all know when I read the Petty Peeves that they are ones that resonate. They resonate. And so and I found this to be super enjoyable. Hi, Jade and Kia. I'm a huge fan of your show. I look forward to listening to you all every week. My Petty Peeve is a continuation of Jade's rant about Food Network star Sonny Anderson. Mm -hmm. Y'all know I hate Sonny Anderson, so I picked this one. I had no clue who she was before Jade mentioned her on the show, but I could tell that she didn't have any praying grandmother in her life Today. I was on Facebook scrolling through my feed, minding my business when a video popped up from Food Network, and it was sunny making her funky monkey waffle pudding I, I
0: made, the made the mistake of watching the video Facebook video about this. I saw this.
1: <laughs> Oh, I made the mistake of watching the video and seeing this grown-ass woman blend chocolate milk, a banana, chunky peanut butter, and an egg. Pour it over an Eggo waffle, bake it, and top it off with bacon, chocolate chips, and marshmallows. I was appalled, offended, confused, and dumbfounded. This shit looked like a kindergartner came up with this. Sunny is a grown-ass woman making childish-ass foods. I am offended that Food Network would even give her a platform to spread this buffoonery. I'm 22, and this looks like some shit you can make in college when you're high, and all you have in your kitchen are these ingredients, and you have zero meal swipes left. Swipes. Meal swipes. Good (laughs) times. Swipers, no swipings. Thank you for letting me share my petty peeve. More like a petty rant with you all. I love you. That's all I have to say. That's it. We speak your name. Um, (laughs) Absolutely.
0: I'm also going to read a listener's petty peeve. This one reads, praise the Lord, niggas. I just want to share a petty peeve with y'all. I really, 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 three reallys cannot stand when people casually cross the threshold of my cubicle and just start talking to me or asking me a question. I need folks to do things. First, please knock or lightly tap on the entrance to get my attention. And two, wait for me to acknowledge your presence before you walk in my cube. I um, mean then to add insult to injury, some folks like to invade my personal bubble and practically stand nine to seven millimeters away from me. Who raised y'all back up son? Give me 50 feet. There's absolutely no need for anyone to be that close to me. And I really don't want your dragon breath all in my nostrils or your body heat anywhere near my person. LOL. Love y'all. <laughs> love you too. I could just, this resonated with me. I am not the, my current job, but at my job right before this one, I had a cubicle and it was just literally... It was just absolutely terrible. Um, And I don't want to, like, say that I'll never, ever have a cubicle again because I don't know what kind of uh, situations life will bring me, but I just hope to never, ever have a cubicle ever again. (laughs) And I hope that the Lord (laughs) will always see to it that I have a door to close. Because, yes, I just cannot. People will, especially when they see you, they just think that that means that you're on and available to them. Um, And a lot of times that's not the case. So that resonated with me. Thank you for sending that. I totally, totally, totally agree with you 100%.
1: I don't have a cubicle. I don't want one. I feel like I haven't had one
0: for a really long time. Another one is just like... I'm just not interested. People will like stand... Like people either they will often... Even they will always like just include you and talk to you when you don't want to be spoken to or mm-hmm. they will mm-hmm. act like you're not there and like congregate around your cubicle and have like a business meeting or just be having like social hour niggas be going around the table just you know I mean standing around in a circle talking about their weekends like you're not working 2 2 feet from them like you don't see me here you hear me typing Excuse don't me? nobody wanna hear Take what y'all was doing machine like no exactly. i don't plan. this is not the break room but it's fine <laughs>
1: Get out of my purse. (laughs) Well, that is another episode of Getting Grown. It is. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you're sending your petty peeves, your kitchen table talk suggestions, and your honesty box questions to Podcast at gmail.com. All of the information will be in the description box for everyone that we listed today. So be sure to check out those make sure you check out nikki at canvas mua if you're in the houston area and get 15 dollars off your in studio um session um and in the meantime you can also click on the shout out to my sis links so that you can moisturize your skin uh drink your water and mind your business
0: because your black will crack if it's dry drink up kids Bye. bye